0: From the front lines.
1: It's not going to work, man. From
0: the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We, we are the, the Forum, Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Chris. Chris.
2: Yeah, we are the full for the fans, the Bleed Blue Show, Big Blue Roundtable, Preview versus the Ravens. And listen, man, I totally forgot that I was supposed to host tonight, not Chris. But shout-outs to Chris, uh, you know, me filling in for him as far as hosting the Roundtable as we get through the week uh, six matchup versus the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, com is our website. Of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. My bad. I thought I thought it was Chris, and he did remind me that it was supposed to be me, so I will be filling in. And, of course, I have my questions for the uh, roundtable matchups versus the uh, Baltimore Ravens. We got pick'em games. Let me give you the pick now at the start of this episode. You can write them down, think about it. I'll be honest with you, and this is all my fault to put the blame on me. I should have calculated at least your week five, you know, week one through five totals in the pick em or the confidence scores. I have not done that yet. I should do it. I should I should do that this weekend. I should do that this weekend. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, yeah. Bring your questions to the table, man. I got questions, man. I actually have some very good questions for the guys and gals tonight. Fan-level questions, but also um, X's and O's or matchup versus the Ravens. And I, and I actually have a nice little goody one in between all that uh and you'll see how i connect the dots on that as well so we got the pick'em. here's the pick games y'all um jaguars at the colts uh nfc east battle cowboys at eagles uh bills at chiefs and of course ravens and giants so that you know we'll, we'll do that again in about 50 minutes that would be the jaguars at the colts uh cowboys at the eagles uh bills at the chiefs ravens at the giants those are the four pick em games i got good questions tonight i thought about some of this stuff and it's a lot of overlap i don't want people to you know you know double talk and you know, when i say double talk i'm talking about what we said about maybe three four years ago I mean, actually a little bit longer than that now that i think about it um but we we'll get into, let's get into a roll call Let's get everybody on, I got good questions Please have like one or two questions For this week's matchup, I would love to hear What you guys got to say so we can answer each other's Questions and things on the on the field Because uh, um, Baltimore, and I look at Baltimore This year, and They are not the same defense I think we are all accustomed to And I thought It was in the back of my mind with Baltimore When I looked at them from afar But when I really looked at the the numbers, and even the last game, uh, maybe not necessarily the last game, it, it, although it should have been the last game versus Cincinnati. They, Cincinnati should have lit them up, especially the secondary. Baltimore defense overall is not good uh, statistically. and I think a lot of it was cooked in that game uh, versus the Miami Dolphins, and we'll get into that. And what I what I really see in this game is almost a strength versus strength type of game. Like, r- meaning the Giants running the, the rock this year has been very, very good. Where that's actually the best thing about the Baltimore defense is their run defense is 12th in the league right now. They're they're terrible against the pass, and they're dead last against total yards in the league. So I, I got that's that's actually one of my questions. So think about that comparison in, in perspective. But we're gonna get everybody on the get, get the pen and write everybody's names. Let's bring on Carl at the C notes. Say hello to the people, sir. It's been a full week for you here on the Blee Blue Show. It's good to hear from you. The
3: hockey, the baseball, got football tonight. What's up,
0: man? How you doing? I haven't talked to you in a long time. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a long, long time. A long, long time. It has, been, it has been a while. No
2: baseball tonight, so, you know, the the, the I know, I know. is clean
0: to uh, to join everybody.
2: Yeah, yeah I, yeah. I know they got the rain out, uh, and they got the game in the day tomorrow. Like, fuck, man. I want to do that. You I got to work, work and watch the
1: game at the same time? That's,
2: oh. Yeah. So I think is at least I got the Rangers tonight, but that's like game two of the regular season. I mean, I mean, I'm not up for that. I'm actually up for pay, uh, playoff baseball. But yeah, uh, got questions. I hope you got a question for all of us. We'll lead off with you. But hold on, real quick, Lady Blue, LB, how you doing?
4: I'm doing. How is my blue blue family tonight? Happy Friday Eve,
2: Lady Blue. I have actually a special question for you, and it kind of carries over from. Sundays, post-game, I got a question okay. for you. I'll hold it off until I get to, uh, uh, you know, at the Carl's question, but then when I get to you and you have your questions for everybody, uh we'll uh we'll, we'll definitely address it and I, I i definitely do man so stick tight you know, because we got a lot of, i think this is going to fly based off what i have lined up and i'm pretty sure you guys have lined up so shout out to everybody let's see Bakes from the frontliners frontliners on uh facebook instagram london trip man i saw the pictures man dude aren't you having a, a blast man as far as you went to london you saw another win that's two wins in London for you, right? I'm not exactly sure if you win in no way, but definitely sixteen in twenty twenty two. Beating the Packers. Babe quickly, Babe, say hello to the people, but if you could quickly say, you know, how was the trip, man? How's everything, man?
5: What's good family? Listen, man. Undefeated in London, uh, the trip uh was awesome. Um, not quite the same as twenty sixteen as we went as a really as a group together. We still had some frontliners out there. There's about probably six of us out there, um, but it was a great time, and the game was phenomenal. Um, shout out to Scotty for uh, sourcing some club level seats. It was really nice, um, and I mean it was a true like I'm trying to remember when we went to Twickenham in 2016. Was that a home game for us, or was that a road game? Because it was a no, true it was home a, game for the Packers. They
2: it was a road game. I'm sorry, not to cut it you off. the control. That was a road game. It was a ro home game for the Rams. So it was a road game. So I, we played on the road. Weird. The road twice. So
5: <laughs> I mean, they had all their, all their, uh, you know, pads around the stadium. And it looked like you. I've never been to um, Green Bay, but it would you would seem like you were in Green Bay with so many cheese there. They were very deep. Um. And there wasn't quite as many Giants fans. We were sprinkled in there. and um, But it was an awesome game. Of course, we know, and we'll talk about it, this first half was nothing to talk about, um, as most of these games have been. But the second half adjustments in the offense, the things the way we scratched and to score, and then late with the way the defense played, it was a great experience. So it wasn't the same as Twickenham, where people were so excited. It was, I feel like it was really more Europe, uh, people from Europe there, and they were doing the wave, and everybody was happy. It was truly a go pack go kind of home game. Um, You know, it's really a Packer home game, and uh, we were the road team on the road. And uh, the Tottenham Hotspur facility is beautiful, very nice new stadium um, in the you know north northeast part of London. About forty-five minutes from where we stayed in Central London, Um, that's the Arsenal um, arch nemesis. If you guys follow Euro League soccer, Um, actually uh, slid in the Arsenal game on Thursday. That was good too. So, but it's a wonderful um, sporting experience. I did some frontliners. I also did boxing on Saturday, so it was a great experience. Um, I love traveling for uh, to watch my Giants play, and it's always better to see a win. I've already seen. Two wins already, so um, this is this is great. We're four and one. No one, no one on this phone believe we would be four and one. We really should be five and zero, but you know that 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 was a winnable game. But you know we're still growing, and and you know, but it was awesome experience, Steve. I thought I was going to see you out there, but uh, i didn't even make it out there. But uh, we had a good time. We had a good time.
2: Yeah, yeah, nah. Man, I already did it twice, and I was like, nah, I'm good on that one. But, but more so, uh, even on the post game on Sunday, I said that as I was happy for the fans. I said it on the show with Chris and the guys. I'm happy for the fans who paid a lot of money to go and get a win. So, like that's the thing. Like you know, this more than more than anybody, Bakes like. It's a, like you put a lot of money to see this shit. You kind of want to see something out of it. You want to see wins. Like you kind of got to get something out of the. I mean, of course you get the travel experience. You get that, of course, but you still want to see your team absolutely. win. Yeah,
5: absolutely, a- absolutely. Yeah, um, most of us on the on the call knows that we spend a lot of money. We organize events, and you put a lot of effort in the New York football right. times. And I've known. I've, I've had a couple of years that I've been to, and that's when I was traveling more. When I've been to. I've been to six games and I didn't see any win. You know, a, a one year or two years. You know that I've been to multiple games. I didn't see any win. I don't think I saw any. I saw one win last year. I went to New Orleans and we saw one win. And we went to uh, Miami and somewhere and Dallas. And I didn't see no win. You know, so when mm-hmm. you know, and, it, and and also you you can't expect to win every time. You also want to you know go into the experience of seeing you know blue blue family and you know the experience of traveling but you know of course it's always sweeter it's always sweeter when you win
2: yeah yeah now shout outs to bakes uh we'll move on to billy bob bring them on but yeah if you guys have got any questions for bakes on this trip you know feel free to ask him as we sprinkle in the x's and O's on this week's matchup versus the ravens i mean i actually might have a question or two on that too uh bakes for you and but we'll line up the questions as i write them down shout outs to bakes billy bob got you on Billy Bob, man, you are probably like the MVP of the show right now. You've been preaching it and it's come to life. I have to pay homage to you. <laughs> What's up, Billy Bob? How you doing, man?
3: Hey, Steve. Good evening, Steve. How you doing? I hope everybody doing fine. Bates, I respect you, but I was one of the believers that said matter of fact, I think, man, I don't know what week it was, but they were asking me. What was I smoking? What what am I smoking? That's what they, I, that that was that was struck me a little bit. They said, if you thought the job was gonna be over five hundred, what are you smoking? I'm like, bro, you really wanna know what I'm smoking? It's called opportunity, and that's why I go. That's why I was saying week one. Week one, I said after week one, actually, I said this is nothing but opportunity for a lot of these players, and it was opportunities for the Giants, and that's all I was asking for, bro. I said because it was like it's like a fresh new start with two good coaches, and all it is is just opportunities and now when I seen that, I was like, listen, they know their personnel everybody's gonna have opportunities that's why I was like it was a lot of opportunities for everybody and I, and that's why I see right now it was opportunity for us to win this division because, like I said, this division is funny. I don't care if everybody above five hundred. we could have been even out at five hundred. This is a funny the division, so Listen, just let sit back and just watch. And if you still want to know what I'm smoking, I'll let you know at the end of the show what am I smoking? Because the giant smoking it too.
2: (laughs) Listen, man. The next time I go to Nevada or California, Billy Bob, or you know anywhere that's got the legal, Colorado especially, I'm going to ask at the dispensary. What are you? They're going to ask me. What are you smoking? I'm going to say, Yo, Billy Bob said, give me that opportunity. I'm smoking that opportunity, man. So shout out to That's Billy Bob. There you go. <laughs> we,
0: smoking, we smoking
2: on that opportunity. That's a premium stuff there. <laughs> shout you got go to go to the real back real room real? for that. Hey, you just made the gas mask. You don't know, get the Laramie Tunsil. But um, what shout that? out to Billy Bob. Yo, we're going to get this cracking, man. Listen, we have lead off with Carl, but Carl, let me say, I said it at the top that um, the Baltimore defense, I am not impressed, but I also got a couple of questions, two questions for you, and then give me your four minutes on how you look at this matchup versus the Ravens. Uh, Carl, two questions for you. Um, Number one, um, Wink Martindale, It seems like they kind of lost a little step defensively to Baltimore now that he's on the Giants. Do you think the Giants have somewhat of an advantage going up against Lamar Jackson this week? Because now he's seen a a few seasons in Baltimore as the defensive coordinator, and, and especially versus Greg Roman, who's been there since, what, 2019 I say i a couple of years under Lamar Jackson. So I do you think there's a little bit of an advantage there? But I also have another question, and I thought about it, because Kevin Zeitler, uh, the right guard for the Ravens, former right guard for the Giants. And I want to rank this because I was thinking about this as far as our offensive of line. I want you to see if you could rank them right now. I know it's kind of it's a loaded question, and you can take it how you want. The, the last, i say the last three right guard signings, if you had to rank them in order, and why, Uh, Jeff Schwartz, Kevin Zeitler, and now Mark Glowinski. Uh, If you could rank them, why you like them, advantage pros and cons on their signings. But also, if you can answer those two questions, rank Martindale, do we have an advantage defensively now he's our coordinator? How do you think about our right guards? Because Zeitler, we're playing against him this week, of course. And also, anything you have on the game. And then after your four minutes, if you have a question for Lady Blue, I have a question for Lady Blue as well, feel free. And the clock
0: is yours. Four minutes. By the way, if I would, I would like to believe that there is an advantage that the defensive coordinator has uh, against Lamar Jackson. But then I always think about it and say, okay, the very special player, no matter who is the, the defensive coordinator on the opposite side, you know, you got to have, you know, it's it's easier said than done, right? Like the coach can, you know, point out his tendencies and say, hey, in certain situations, this is what's going to happen or this is going to happen. But Lamar, as a player, is just so individually good that he can sort of break whatever your um, initial scheme is. So that's something that I, I wonder about. You know, you might say, hey, let's contain him. Let's, you know, keep him in the pocket. But sometimes, unless you're super disciplined, there's that one play where he gets loose. And all of a sudden, a play that you thought was contained either for a sack or maybe for a gain of a yard – all of a sudden, especially with him, turns into 10, 15, 20, or in some cases it might go 50 yards right to the house. So it's, you know, it's something that, um, I do keep in mind. So, but for this week, it really is, um, about discipline, right? It's about knowing, you know, where the keys are, no one, you know, it's like Bill Belichick saying, you know, do your job. And if you do that, you know, you just kind of, you know, let the chips fall where they may. Um, what was the other question that you had? You were talking about the offensive line, uh, the right guard. Yeah, so one other question the, the, that you had.
2: The signings we had over the years, um, if you had to rank them, because I thought about it because Kevin Zeitler is now on the Ravens for the last couple of years after we cut him with that $10 million cap hit, right? Oh, yes. How, who, who would, you, how would you rank them right now? Because now we got Glowinski from the uh, Colts what's your preference one through three rank them and why it's just a fun question because I thought about it because who are we playing and also our signing and how when we talk about developing the line that goes into the play so you know the pulling at the guard position specifically right guard. how would you rank those three
0: I thought Zeitler was a good player here Um, unfortunately that second year I think more than less that probably had something to do with injury you know in terms of his overall performance uh, particularly that second half uh, of the year before he was eventually released, because he's continued on with Baltimore and nothing appears to have been wrong um, ever, ever since. So maybe that was just a, a thing where maybe he was fighting through an injury and played, you know, because he was one of the vets and was trying to, you know, sort of, you know, one of those established culture type things because they had the new coach and he was just trying to, you know, keep, you know, show the young guys along. So that might have been what happened. Uh, Schwartz didn't play enough games, and, and so I'm not gonna. I'm not going to get on a guy who who misses games due to injury. Unfortunately, his career was pretty much cut short um, because of that. I, I don't believe after the 2015 season, I don't believe he played another game in the league. Someone can, can fact-check me on that, but I don't believe he played another game in the league. Um, so it was unfortunate. It was supposed to be a good signing. It, you know, in the short time that he played, he played adequately, but he played too few games um, to... to, to, to to make a real impact. So I'm going to put him last. And I'm going to say Glowinski, we'll we'll give him him, uh, number two um, on the list uh, in terms of offensive line signings. Obviously, you know, perhaps there may be, you know, the pipeline will be increased in the draft next year to get, you know, some younger guys into the fold um, in the future. But for right now, you know, is he pretty much meeting expectations? I mean, the expectations weren't, you know, super high for him. But so far through the first five games, I think he's done – um, a relatively good job.
2: Okay, you have a question for Lady Blue.
0: Yes, I did. Uh, hello, Lady Blue. A pleasant good evening to you. I have one question for you for this week. Uh, we were just talking about Lamar Jackson just now. If you could have one of the following three things on defense to slow him down, of these three options, you can only choose one, what would you, uh, what would you choose? Defensive line, pressuring Jackson, man coverage in terms of secondary play, or C, good tackling? Which of those three, if you could only choose one, would you prefer to have as an option on Sunday if you could pick out out of those three?
4: That's a tough one. I'm not super, super confident in our secondary to choose that one yet. I don't know. They still need to prove some more stuff to me. I'm going to have to say tackling because – as long as we cover and as long as we have good coverage and we tackle, don't let yards after the catch. Or if we can stop the run, I think that would be better. Because honestly, yes, we may blitz a lot, but we have not had that many sacks. At least not enough to be you know goo- ooey about. You know what I mean? I mean we don't have a Strahan or an O.C. or a Tuck or or, or Taylor. I mean on our team that that gives us the oohs and ahs about our defense getting to the quarterback. So I would have to say tackling.
0: Okay, um, And that question's for everybody, so everybody, everyone could take that question uh, if they would like.
2: All right. LB, what are your keys to the game? And also, I actually have a question for you, but I'll save it until after you, you know, say what you got to say. And then if you have a question for uh, who's after you? Is it Bakes? After? Yeah, Bakes is probably out there. Yes. You go there. You go there.
4: I'm just excited to see this game. I think we're more hyped than we ever been. Um, I'm curious about, you know, to me it's going to be a game of kickers also, Graham Gano versus Tucker. I mean, Tucker's not missed, and gano has been awesome. So I have a feeling that. And I'm curious as to if anyone thinks that our offensive line can – hold off JPP from getting to DJ. Because, you know, JPP is now with the Ravens, and I believe he's playing. So I don't know if he's got any animosity with our team. I don't know how he's going to feel, but I don't know if we have anybody that can – I mean, does anybody really think that we can, I mean, stop him? I mean, because he's been a force to be reckoned with, too, when he gets – when I mean, he still has cuts and stuff, so – I'm a little curious to see that. I'm curious to see how, like you said, Baltimore does not have the defense that we're used to seeing. So um, I'm hopeful that our O-line, because they actually have been getting a little better each game, can give DJ some time. I'm hoping our receivers can do well. I'm hoping we can get holes open so Barkley can run over their defense, I'm hoping. I mean, his cuts have been great. I mean, he's looking like a man on fire when he's out there. I mean, I'm I'm very happy. We do, I just want to see, now that we're being called a second-half team, which for me has been a long time coming because we always had the Oh crap, if we don't score points in the first half, we're screwed because we've never been a second half team. I want us to see, I want to see us become an overall game team. I mean, I want us to be able to score points in every quarter, not just the second half. And we need to be consistent. Uh, Like I said, I just, I'm happy because we've already. Won the same amount of games that we've won all last season, and everyone that knows me said ever since we've been rebuilding for the last 10 flipping years, I just want to see improvement each year. And like I said, my improvement for me this year is because of coaching. We've got the coach we want. He actually coaches well. He doesn't take any shit. He takes chances. He motivates. So I'm actually – Pretty confident about this game, even though even though I pick against the Giants and, and pick for the for Sundays, that gives me the motivation that if I pick against them, they'll win. Don't ask me why I've got ass backwards logic, but <laughs> but um, I'm just I just want us to keep winning. It's been a long time since any of us had this feeling of a winnable of winning season, so I just want us to keep going at it, and I just hope that we can continue to do as well as we did in London at home. Because I, I, have, a me, I have a question. Our hold, on, hold, on, hold, on,
2: hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a question. I got a question. Two what? questions. The other question, do you want to rank or do you want to rank what I asked about the right guards on this team over the last eh, nine years, eight years, on who do you like between Zeitler, Glowinski, or Schwartz? And also I actually have another question. This is more fan-level question, because, lady, let me tell you something. Um, I don't know. It was kind of a little bit on that post-game on Sunday, but I think this is a real legit Civil War question with the Giants. It's almost like the Eli Manning question we've had. <sighs> how, you want the giant? we want the Giants to win. We want them to do well. But do you – do you believe – like, how do you feel about some of the Daniel Jones lovers that even after the win Sunday – did you get any rubbish in your face about Daniel Jones? I told you so, uh, if you know what I mean. Because we heard a little bit yeah. on the postgame, but it wasn't just a post game. It was all threads. It's all message boards. I personally got calls, phone calls about that shit. And I'll be honest with you, Lady Boo, after the game and as much as I was happy for the Giants doing, I was pissed the fuck off taking these calls about Daniel Jones rubbing in my face. I'm like, listen, motherfucker, we ain't here for a lot of you Daniel Jones lo- lovers in months. Months. So, you know, there's a little civil war, I think, with this Daniel Jones because you want him to do well, but then at the same time, why are you rubbing that I told you so Daniel Jones angle into other giant fans' faces? Like, what? how do you feel about that, if you want to answer that? And if you can answer the guards, and if you have a question. I,
4: yeah. I I want him to win, and I want us to win, but I still feel that he is not our franchise quarterback. He's not. Um, like I said, I mean, everyone's comparing him to Eli. Eli sucked and then when he first started and then had a breakout in his fourth season, yada, yada, yada. I just don't see Daniel Jones as our franchise quarterback, and everyone that says, I told you so, every quarterback fucks up. Look at Aaron Rodgers, Brady, everybody. I mean, hell, look at even Elway, Marino, all of them that are so-called the wonderful quarterbacks all had, you know, screw-ups. But I do not consider Daniel Jones our future. I just don't. I mean, yes, he's doing better, and I believe he's doing better because he's got better coaching, and, and that, to me, makes all the difference. And who knows? Maybe I am wrong and depends on how he does the rest of this season. For all we know, he could be the quarterback that we want him to be. And the reason why he's been screwing the pooch for the past three years is because he hasn't had a good coach. I think coaching has been everything. And, I mean, come on, look at what Landon Collins is saying, that the only reason why he left was because of assholes. I mean, I won't even say his name because I can't stand to that. I mean, the, the management that we had in the past it up, was come on. Okay, good. He was It was for shit. So, I mean, I think, uh, I don't know, I'm still torn over Daniel Jones. I really am. I think he could be. I mean, he's proving himself this year only because he's got better coaches. But to me, I do not see him as our future or a franchise quarterback. As far as the guards I Yeah, real quick because we gotta get the (laughs) B.
2: Yeah, you have a question for B. I You have a question for um,
4: B No, actually I'm good. I just like listening to everybody else's questions. But yeah, I'm I'm kinda I agree with you or I'm tired of hearing about the Daniel Jones lovers and haters. We're we love our team, that's about it. Yes.
2: (laughs) <laughs> All right, cool. Bakes, let's go to you. Bake, Lady Blue has no questions. Carl, you heard Carl's question. If if you want to hear it back from him, I could try to reiterate it based off what I got. If you want to answer my question as well on the level, you know, ranking of the guards in your opinion, and also the matchup versus the Ravens, uh, and even that Daniel Jones question, if you'd like to answer that. But give us your thoughts on the Ravens first. The Ravens game first, and then if you can answer our questions, and that'd be great. And then we'll we'll go from there.
5: Absolutely. Um, Steve, hope you don't mind I just want to do a quick promo for the uh, for the annual. Um, October is coming up. Fifth annual Frontline of Takeover will be in Jacksonville, October 21st to the 23rd, Friday through Sunday. There will be a meet and greet. There will be a volunteer event from 10 to 1 on Saturday. And then there will be a night event at 8 p.m. And there will also be a tailgate, of course, uh, before the game from think, 9 to 12 um information is online uh, you follow us on uh instagram at N- nyg frontliners or at or the frontliners on facebook there's also a frontliner jacks uh takeover weekend group that's out and open to the public with all the information or you can reach out to me directly um for more information but to answer your questions um the daniel jones things you already know how i feel about daniel jones um I feel like the kid is talented, but he doesn't put all those components together. My question I posted a while back before the season started, if everything has to be ideal for Daniel Jones to be successful, is he a really good quarterback? Everyone, Aaron Aaron, Aaron Rodgers had line issues his whole career. You saw him dancing around, and our front four is not that great. He was dancing around second half looking, you know, Running away from people, and Aaron Rodgers has performed. Now he's, you know, he's got new wide receivers. Yes, Daniel Jones has gone through his litany of uh, different coaches and OCs and uh, play systems, and the kid's tough. He's was he's not really resilient because he's missed a bunch of games, but he's playing better. But he's still not performing as a quarterback. He's more of a game manager. He hasn't thrown a touchdown since week two, when going into week five, you know. So. Or week six, um, so I don't think he's our franchise quarterback. The, uh, the Dan I call him the Daniel Jones apologists um, are ridiculous. I and he, I, I stopped arguing. I've been arguing on with Facebook this whole time when I said the point. I'm not arguing with these folks anymore because it doesn't matter. He could he could make one single play and they're all happy. Um, oh, I told you he was. He's not going to be here. He's not going to be here next year. For the simple fact is. They probably don't want to pay him for what they're getting. Two, he's not really having that great of a season. Yes, he's eliminated turnovers. and But production-wise, we're winning. I'm not going to negate any of that. He's part of that. And we probably wouldn't win most of the games if he's not starting. But he's not taking us to the next level. And then it's not their guy. You, you We see all the moves, all the moves they re- replaced and removed. They're really phasing out Gentlemen guys. Whether it's right or wrong, that, that, that new organization is phasing out those guys. And I'm okay with that because I'm not a big DG fan. So, you know, they're, 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 every time he does something great, it's something for them to pound their chest. But I told one of them who's a, stunt, a staunch Daniel Jones, die hard fan, enjoy him because he's not going to be here next year. And then she got all in her feelings. But it is what it is. Um, in terms of the line, on um, a right guard. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Uh, what was the question about JPP? Uh, he could be, if he's coming off the right-hand side, he has a chance because those, uh, the guy on the right-hand side, from, uh, the young guy, he's struggling. He's not a bust. He's struggling, and they're getting beat a lot on the right-hand side. So, if JPP coming off the right, he had a chance. Um, the, the the guard I really like Zeitler. I know we had to let him go because of, you know, it, whatever issues. And you saw that he blossomed. Maybe he was hurt and banged up. But whoever we got over there now, Schwartz, um, you know, work in progress is doing amicable, you know. You know, we're not a complete turnstile over there, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, what was the other question? What was Carl's question?
2: Um, Go ahead, Carl. You can ask it. Go ahead, Carl, if you're, still, if you're not on mute, uh, unless I'll ask it for you. I don't want to botch up the word.
0: Yeah so, yeah, so, Banks, here was the question. If you could have one of the following three things for oh, defending yeah, right. the Ravens. Okay. Yeah, consistent pass yeah, rush.
5: Yeah, I remember now. So, tackling.
3: Tack- I think key tack-
5: tackling. Yeah, key tackling would be great because everything else can break down. Um, the line play, you know. Okay, but I think key tackling, as we even saw um, last week and the week before, tackling the solo tackling has been pretty decent even from um the, the secondary and things like that um i'd like to see better tackling from the linebackers um that's another issue we need, that we still need better linebackers in my opinion but um we're still a work in progress but definitely tackling definitely we're gonna we're gonna blitz hopefully they blitz up the, you know up the ends to keep him contained up the middle because he's gonna run a lot you know and that's, that is where it's going to make me nervous. It's not really with his arm. he'll make play his arm, but I'm really worried about third and long, and they breaking down the defense. Um, and he' break down the defense and run for 30, 40 yards, and they can't tackle him. Um, so in terms of the matchup, I feel comfortable with the matchup. I think that the ball is an excellent coach, especially with a thing I've been crying for for years, second half adjustment. I just wish whatever they do in the second half. They could just do it in the first half because we don't. We usually play pretty bad first halves, uh, no first downs, no yardage, no nothing. And then they make these changes, and it's totally. I mean, they came out with the wildcat last week. I don't even remember the Giants ever even running the wildcat, but they're he's creative and he's a risk taker, and it works because no one's expecting that before. But now, are they going to be expecting it now because they're seeing the nuances in what he does now because. The Giants, I remember we complain about the vanilla offense and the predictable offense and things like that. I mean, that double double reverse was sweet. No one expected that, you know. Um, So I am excited to see it. I'm going to be in New York for, uh, unfortunately, to lay a friend to rest, but I think I might take an opportunity to go see the game if I can. Um, Questions that I have um, in terms of the offense. We know that Baltimore's defense is not that great, but even though they said last week um, Green Bay was susceptible to the uh, run, we didn't do that great running. You know, Barkley only had 70 yards. I, I forgot what uh, breda had. But um, in terms of our, office, our aerial offense, which is lacking, and now they look like they decided to play Slayton again, um, what do we need to do or what situation do we need to have for Daniel Jones to be successful? Um, in an aerial attack to put points on the board, because while we're still winning, this is not sustainable in the long haul of the season. But we have to put up points via the air.
2: Let's go to Billy Bob for that question. Billy Bob, you got all those questions. You got one from Bex, and myself, and Carl. You remember all that? You need to repeat it, or you got it, man. And get, get, if you can answer those I, okay, questions, I, and I, also I, your I, matchups, and then we go to Ray after that.
3: Okay, I, okay, I think I put, got it. Listen. From what I've been seeing, and what I've been seeing uh, to Carl's question, Lamar Jackson is not very good when he's being blitzed. So, Wink Martindale, I hope he just continues to blitz every down and get after him. I don't know which way how you do it, but get after him. I don't even want to see our linebackers dropping coverage that much. I want to see them just get after him and make it tough to where it's like he has to make a decision to either throw or run. And I'd rather just have him just blitz all down to call. hey, listen, the Lamar Jackson's not good at getting blitz. So he's very his, his percentages are very low when he's getting blitz. As uh, far as um uh, uh base question, I would love to see did last week where they had Darius Slayton going in motion a little bit more to where he just just doesn't stand there in one spot, get him going, moving around. And then I think another key component I said, the Giants this year have two good tight ends. Maybe I mean, I, well, the third one is kind of questionable, but the Giants got two good tight ends and with the rookie, I would love to see him and Daniel Joe build heavy chemistry. I think we got a tight end, y'all. We are, I think we're sleeping on them. I don't know if we're sleeping. I don't know if everybody's sleeping on them, but I think this man is way above average from what I'm looking at. If if if, if Dan Joe could build that chemistry, I think that's that's safe, that's just like money in the bank and i you would see more of a red zone scoring scoring ability, which i I think he scored twice this year, I think and uh and, and like i said and uh to your question, Steve, where you' are talking about the the the, the line it's kind of hard to say because one thing I could say this year with Brian Dable is just that I know he's sticking to the run. It's not like where we, we kind of – I think we did kind of have a run game a, a, a year ago where while I was on the bandwagon of uh, uh – I've got the guy's name, the running back. We, we we were doing good running. But this year, it's like more solidified. And i like, that's one thing that you can always do with your linemen is have a run game. And and I guess that settles them down in the second half, knowing that they're not going to be playing from – even if they are playing from behind, but they stick it to the game plan with like – we're running the ball, and we're going to make sure that we're running. To put, and you're putting them in. You're putting your your linemen in, in a, a safe, comfortable position. Because, like I said, one thing about linemen, they love to get upfield and drop hammer. They want to put bodies on people. Instead of falling back, they would love to put bodies on people. And that's one thing I'm doing. So when you see them in the wildcat offense, is is they probably they find finest. Because, like I said, Neil, uh, Neil, Everett Neil, he came from Alabama. So, one thing they love to do is run the ball, and that's what he probably want to do. And I think that's one thing. Lymans Lyman love to get downfield and put hammers on people. So, one thing, that's one thing I like about with Brian Dable. As far as Daniel Jones, it, uh, even though I said I would love to see him build that chemistry with a tight end, the simple fact that he doesn't have a go-to guy, I think that's what's making a, a, a little bit more better to where you can't key on him. And that's one thing where you're not looking down one receiver and you're looking for anybody to get open, and I'm starting to see that with him. If, if he, if he, if that continues on, that could be a good thing to where he doesn't have to have a a designated person. But I would love for him to make a uh, make a chemistry with that tight end. And and to uh, like I said, to me it's a chess match. Lamar Jackson and Wheat Martin there is a chess match because I know they've been in practice with each other, so it's like the best man gonna win. But I, I'm falling on. Wink Martindale, if he comes with his blitz, I just don't want to see him with the the far off. Like I need cornerback to be on receiver because I don't even think. To me, I'm not gonna say they receivers not all that because they do got some good receivers over there in Baltimore, but I would love to see our cornerback up in their face and we showing blitz and we going after. Out we just get after him, and I hope I answered everybody's question. And I don't. I, don't and I really feel and I really feel if we do what we are supposed to do on office. I don't think JPP would be a factor. If if we happen to just sit there and drop back and throw it, then it might. But as far as that Daniel Jones stuff, man, I listen, man. I'm one of the ones that's like on the fence with this here because, like I told, I mean, I had, I mean, I was one. I don't even want to say I was one of the ones that was bashing Eli at one point. It was just that I knew Eli would come to the end of his career, and I knew he didn't have accuracy. And plus, they put players around him, which they haven't did for Daniel Jones like that, like some like. Now, I wouldn't even say they put players around Daniel Jones. It could be from the play calling because the play calling was pathetic. And what I see with Daniel Jones is find ways to get Daniel Jones around because that's what he did when we first started – when we fell in love with Daniel Jones the first time at Campbell is when he dropped back and he took off and he took his game winning touchdown off his feet. But at the same time, who he was going to at that game, he was going to Darius Slayton at that game, and he was throwing to Daniel Slayton. So it's not like we can't say he can't throw he doesn't have it. He's showing that when you see, when you see that improvement, it's like who can't? I mean, other than if I was to say you could say go to
2: all right, wrap it up. David
3: Wells and go ahead. I'm wrap it up, but you could say go to David Wells, but we've seen David Wells in preseason. But there's nobody to go to, and i would like to say, why would y'all want to start all over anyway? Is, is let the man run it. If he runs it, he does it. I mean, I think he's good enough. I think he's person good enough. But right now, let's do the thing. All right,
2: shout out to Billy Bob. Now Billy Bob, you got Go ahead, a baby. question
3: for
2: you have a question for Ray and Ray. I know there's a lot of questions on the table, and we don't have a lot of time because we still got Sean and Worm waiting to answer right behind you. But Ray, you got oh, matter, matter of fact, Billy Bob, you got a question for Ray. And then, Ray, you got you want to answer any of those questions you've heard the entire episode.
3: My question is to Ray man. Who do you see that can have the best opportunity of succeeding in in that Sunday's game? the giant all
2: right let's go to ray man bring on racing
3: what's up ray yo what's
6: going on people all right all right i'm gonna go down i'm gonna go down the list of questions let me start off with daniel jones real quick um everybody knows my track record with daniel jones i've been mad at him since we drafted him so you already know how i feel he i tell everybody he's the best um backup quarterback in the league anyway um matchup I want to go with our defensive line, and the reason being is because we have one of the best-run defenses in the league, period. I think if we put pressure on Lamar Jackson, we can contain him. We have a chance. Guard. Zeitler was good. The other ones that we signed up, whatever, they're serviceable. They're all right. Uh, What was the other question? There's one question I'm, I'm missing here.
2: Oh man, there's a lot, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, anybody uh, my, whose mics are open, throw uh, the question at Ray. Uh,
6: Bates, did you uh, go ahead? Go ahead, go ahead, Ray. But yeah, Bates's question about Daniel Jones: What Daniel Jones needs to do succeed? Well, the receivers need to get open, and he needs. And I, and they've been playing a lot of play action. Stick with the play action. Play action has been working, so I like that. Um. The um the other question was who's gonna be the breakout star in this game? It's gotta be Saquon, man. He's been carried. He the the offense been going through him, and you can't you can't don't 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 fix nothing that ain't broke. So just keep going through Saquon, and as long as you keep going through Saquon, it opens up everything else from everybody else to get open. So, and that's about it.
2: All right, let me ask you this a follow-up question because I think that's what I was going to ask everybody because of time. Because the Giants' run offense has been pretty good this year and the run defense for the Ravens is 12th in the league, why air it out? Because I don't think we have the personnel to just bomb on them like Miami did in week, week two, was it? And then the Patriots when they went to New England, Baltimore. Like, I, don't think that, you know, I don't look at this Giants team as just airing it out especially with the inconsistencies with a wide receivers. So you, just to double down, you want to run the rock, right, with Saquon and Breida, <laughs> Brightwell and all yes, the cats,
6: right? Yes. Even Daniel Jones, yes. right? Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. People? I'm with that. So, listen. <laughs> hey, listen, Steve, it's been working all season. Why not keep doing it? You Don't don't fix something if it ain't broke. Just keep doing it.
2: Strength is strength. <laughs> I mean, I agree with that. I agree with that. I would not risk <laughs> trying to get cute doing something we ain't been good at, you know what I'm saying? But, but hey, right. if it opens up, that's different, yeah. Now, do you have a question for Sean? Do you want to throw a question at Sean? I know Sean and, and Worm is right behind you. Chris is behind you. We got to get to the picks. What are your thoughts, uh, your question right, for uh,
6: right, Sean? My, my, uh, quick question real quick. All right. So, what does everybody expect overall in this game as far as defense, offense, special teams, the whole team at all? Just That's all my question is.
2: All right, let's bring on Sean, man. Yeah, Sean, just far away, man. We got to get to everybody, man. Shout out to everybody. Sean, your thoughts. Welcome back.
0: Hey, what's going on, y'all?
7: Um, as far as his question, I expect what, what the team's been doing for the past five games, keeping it close, um, shining in the second half, and seeing if we can pull it out. <laughs> That's how it has to be. I believe if we're down by fourteen or seventeen points, that's going to be a problem. Um, but yeah, keep it close and see what we can do in the end. And that—that'll be, you know, that's that's just how we've been been working it. So I expect a good game and win or lose, I'm you know proud of the team. Um, The one thing that I want to focus on, which I know everybody probably heard, this lady on ESPN talking about the Giants should tank, which is one of the dumbest things ever. It's like they if you look shit? at the history. Of, they yeah. said that shit. I mean, nah, not you know I don't even watch
2: them shows, man. Like they, if that oh, shit ain't yeah, live she, sports. I'm not even into it, so I didn't know they
7: even said she that. Was so like,
2: continue, continue on.
7: Yeah, it's like why are we playing so good? We should tank because <laughs> Giants need so much stuff. And I'm like, this this lady, to be a reporter on ESPN, really don't – it's like, do you really know any sport when it comes to drafting? It's like you only get one pick in a high draft. And how many high draft picks do you know made it? Because there's been a lot of busts and there's been a lot of – all the good players, you know, been being picked in the second, third <laughs> So I'm in the fifth round, the best quarterback, the best running back, the best wide receiver. Is just how you pick. All right, all right, all right, that's
2: cool. Hold on, let's let, we'll get off the sheep, SPM, because we know where we stand here on the on the blue Blue Show, the Big Round, Big Blue Roundtable. Carl, if you could ask Sean that same question, because I definitely want to get Sean's thoughts on that question, and before we go to Worm, uh, Carl, if your mic is open on if the three things you could pick for uh, the game on Sunday, if you could ask Sean.
0: Yes, uh, Sean, and a pleasant good evening to you, brother. Um, If you could have one of the following three things on Sunday, you can only pick one on defense against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense, would you want to have, A, consistent defensive line pressure, B, great tackling, or C, great secondary play?
7: I'm going to pick B because that means you're going to hold them to less yards and that even comes with him making passes. We tackle them. We make sure they don't get the third downs or that you know the yards necessary. And like I said, will definitely be in the game. So yeah, definitely be. Good question, Carl. i am telling you, you're always on point.
2: Uh, and follow up question before we go to Warren. I'm sorry, Warren. Uh, Sean, because this this is right up your alley too. The Daniel Jones Civil War within the Giants base. You heard a little bit about it on the on the post game. What do you say as far as um, you want the team to win, but you got the Giant fans who are, you know, you, we had it before with the Eli era. You know, there was these pro-Eli cats versus not so pro-Eli cats. How do you feel about, you know, Daniel Jones fans, lovers, rubbing in and Giant fans? This is more fan-level shit. I just, we're going to talk about it on the big blue table. but your thoughts on that before we go to Warren. I definitely would. I don't know where it stands with that, but go ahead.
7: <laughs> I, I, I just. We got a lot of crazy fans out there, man, who wanna it's so important for them to be right even when they're wrong. And he's successful because of the coach. That's it. And then when he's not doing so well, then what? Is he a good quarterback? I believe so. He does have potential and talent. Well, I just say talent because we, we're beyond potential now. I mean, will it work? to a point. key, it'll work to a point. That's why he came out of Duke. That's why he was, you know, it wasn't a a top 10 college team out there. To a point. It's limited. So, yeah, we're going to be good. Can he win a Super Bowl? I'm never going to say no because I'm one of those people that you know, if you really do try your best and do certain things, you you see it all the time, not to change sports within basketball, sometimes a player is real good that's not real good. It's just at that moment he's able to to win a title once or twice, more than likely just once. Can he win a Super Bowl? Possibly. Is he going to be the elite all the time? No. All right, cool. You got a but question right, for
2: the worm. that? Okay, okay. I'm good. You got a question for the worm.
7: How do you think this game's gonna go? Simple question.
2: All right, and deck. worm, if you can, and worm, and if you can answer this question we asked it earlier, you had to rank the three linemen, the right guards in particular, over the last nine years with Zeitler, Jeff Schwartz, Mark Glouinski uh, over for the Colts. How would you rank them and why? And the Carla question, if you can answer that, and then your thoughts on the game and answer Sean's question. We got a lot on the table and so little time. Fire away, worm.
1: Oh, I would probably go do uh, Zeitler, and who we got now? Mark. Um, yeah, I would probably put in order. why that order?
2: Because you're a trench guy. You're a trenches guy. Why that order for you? I just want to get you know if you get express your thoughts.
1: I I always like Swartz's You know his his hands his hands placement his feet work. He always had good hips coming through. Um, Zeitler, same thing. That the, You notice the dip in our offensive line when Zeitler was gone, um, when they decided not to bring him back. But he was another one. Very aggressive, violent hands, great feet work, great hips, you know, everything that you look for in offensive linemen. As um, far as this game, I can kind of see it being a, a defensive battle up front. Um, the Ravens' the receiving game outside of Mark Andrews and uh, Bateman—that's really all they got. Uh, rushing the ball, it's not what it used to be. Outside of what you have with uh, with Lamar Jackson when he decides, you know, to take off, and that dude is fast. And they better have some type of a spy or something on him because he'll be gone. Um, with Daniel Jones, I'm not going to hide it. I wasn't a fan of when he was drafted with the Giants. I really wasn't. I didn't like where he was drafted. If it was, you know, maybe late first round or second round, I could have lived with it. Um, but as far as wanting the team to tank, that's absolutely pathetic. You know, I want, as, as much as I'm not a fan of Jones, I want him to succeed because we have to be able to draft in other positions of need. We, we need that legit deep threat that'll stretch the field. You know, we need that sub linebacker. You know, we can we can use that, that stud, you know, one, you know, corner. You know, we can use another offensive lineman. If we have to you know, go back and, and draft another quarterback that's going to set you back another couple of years, we'd be better off if Jones is the guy. I mean, look at the Ravens. They, they won a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. You know, I, Daniel Jones is better than Trent Dilfer. Um, so I, I want Jones to be the guy. I really do. I can see him, you know, coming back next year. If he looks good and they're winning, maybe 20, $25 million a year. Contract-wise, he's not going to get a $40 million contract a year. That's just not happening. That's not realistic. Um, you know, so uh, we need him to be the guy. We do. We really need him to be the guy. Uh, as far as Wink coming into this game, I'm actually going to give the Giants, you know, a uh, – I don't want to say a check mark, but a little bit of an advantage because he knows Lamar. He was in the same building with Dukes, you know, for several years. He's seen him Mm -hmm. in practice. He ran in defense against him in practice. He knows his tendencies. And Wink is a very creative defensive coordinator. He's he's that aggressive, aggressive guy that we haven't had. You know, he reminds me almost as a Rex Ryan, only he doesn't have his mouth, you know, slapping every two seconds. Um. So I I really like the Giants' chances in this game. I'm really starting to buy in with the staff because if you look at it, they're winning with second- and third-tier players in many positions. And they're really starting to turn heads and and wake people up. And and Dable himself as a head coach, he's, you know, turning heads, you know, with with the brash in, in front offices around the league. Because he's, he's took in what was a pathetic Giants team, basically with the same roster, and he's got them second in the division with a four and one record. You know, so he's he's setting a high bar for new coaches that are coming into the league that these owners are hiring. Right, right he's, right. he's doing a lot with very low roster. Um. Cool, cool. That real, that real quick, because we got to get to the picks.
2: Uh, anything else you'd like to say about the game? Anything else? Uh, if you want to answer Carl's question, you have to pick three things. You want to pick one, the defensive line, man coverage, or good tackling for the game. Can you pick one real quick? Because we got to get to the picks. we only got uh, like a couple more minutes. A, a, pet,
1: a, pet peeve, a pet peeve of mine is poor tackling, so I have to go with, with good wrap-up tackling, put your face mask into the ball, and try to knock it out.
2: All right, shout out to the worm, man. Man, we have a lot of questions. I wish we could answer them more. We could probably answer them in Giant Fans group uh, for Elaine, Lady Blue. Check out Giant Fans, uh, the group on Facebook, and or uh, go to – the big blue huddle corner on Facebook if you wanna chime in on there. If you want to go to the frontliners page and get, you know, talk, you know, travel and tailgating and things like that, you can go there, answer those questions or whatever. Or even the Blee Blue Show page when you see the links. We gotta to get to these picks, man. We gotta fly. Brian, I see you on. We're gonna get your thoughts after we get your picks. We'll lead off with you on final thoughts for the picks. Uh oh, man, we got the four games. Jags at Colts, Cowboys at Eagles, Bills at Chiefs. Ravens at Giants, so let's rock and roll because we only have a few minutes. And I want to make sure everybody gets like thirty to forty five seconds left to wrap up, man. So Carl, go ahead and fire away on the the confidence picks for week number six.
0: Oh man, you got some good, you got some tough games here for for us to pick. But uh, all it's right, uh, give four's me got Jacksonville to be with I I know I know, give me Jacksonville for four. Um, I'm going to take a risk here. I'm going to say the Chiefs with three. Um. Baltimore with two. And I've been struggling with this one all week, especially down here. Um, But give me Philadelphia for one.
2: Got it all written down. Shout-outs to Carl, man. Let's go to Lady Blue. Lady Blue, your picks.
4: Uh, Can I wish the Cowboys and Eagles would tie so I don't have to pick either one of them? I hate them both, but... (laughs) Alright, four Chiefs, three Jags, Two
2: Eagles and one Giant. Got it. I write kind of fast on one because you're real fast with it. Shout-out to Lady Blue. Let's go with the Bakes, man, the frontliners Got the picks with us?
1: Um,
5: <clears throat> yeah, uh, Lady Blue got the same picks as me, so I'll take that. Oh,
3: oh wow, that makes an easy shot out to,
2: <laughs> Same as Lady Blue. Wrote it down. Billy Bob. Giants four, Dallas three,
3: Jacksonville two. Kansas
2: City one. Alright, got Billy Boss picks, man. Racing, you with us, man? Uh, you got your picks and conf- with confidence?
6: You know what? I'm gonna go the same as Lady uh, Lady Blue and um and D Bates, man. Same same picks.
2: Alright man, I'm getting skeptical. You copying off of each other's paper. No, I'm just fucking with you. Shout out to the racing, man. Who's after racing? Uh Sean, you got you got picks for us, man?
7: Uh, Bills 4, of uh, 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 Eagles 3, uh, I'm going to do my Giants 2, and, good gosh, what's the last game? Oh, Jacksonville. No, Jacksonville 2, and we're 1, Giants 1. Oh, bye, I got
3: it.
2: God, no, I got gotcha. it. I, I crossed out that 2 and made a 1. out to, to Sean, man, Brooklyn, Sean.
1: Worm, your thoughts.
2: Uh your, uh, your picks, I'm sorry, your picks.
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Jags, the Chiefs, the Cowgirls, and then the uh, Giants.
2: Got it. All right, I got it. I got it. All right, cool. Now let's bring on Brian. I know he's traveling. Brian, give us your picks, and we'll lead off with you for final thoughts. But picks first. Let the audience, okay. let everybody know. Are you
8: there? But yeah, we're here. We're here. We got yeah, the meeting. Yeah, I got Eagle Eagles four, Bills three, Giants two, Colts one. All right, now we'll lead off with you first, final thoughts. Give us 30
2: to 45 seconds, quick summary level on the keys. You, everybody can go to your keys to the game on the Big Blue Hitters Corner on your Facebook page, of course. So, great, great dialogue, I mean, great uh, scouting report you did. But 30, 45 seconds on um, the, the game for Sunday. And also tell everybody what you're up to currently right now. I think this is dope. You know this is right up my wheelhouse
8: well right now i'm uh, I got a layover in Reagan Airport in uh, Washington' got a one hour flight delay going to Knoxville I'm going to be at the Tennessee Alabama football game on, on, on Saturday and uh, <laughs> yeah i'm look, look looking forward. I didn't say the college football game game of the year so far to date, so you know, yeah. I expect to have a real good time. Like lifelong Alabama fan too, so we'll see how that works out. Um, it, it, as far as the game on Sunday goes, I'm actually you know pretty confident on it. Uh, I don't know if you have looked at the statistics yet. Uh, the, the, the Ravens are dead last in, in league in uh, pass defense, and, and so they can get thrown on, and you can run on them too. Even though they're you know they're on, I think they're twelfth in uh, yards per game. They're they're third worst as far as uh, you know stop and run per carry at five point zero. Um, they, they, the Ravens have some. You know, they got really solid line. They got some great receivers. You know, Mark Andrews is. You know, he was first team All Pro at tight end, and he is really good. You know, uh, Duvernay, that the wide receiver who is a uh, uh, Kyler Murray's cousin, by the way. Um, he, he's a terrific player. You know, he, he was made All Pro as a second second year guy last year. is a uh, kick, kick returner, and he's picked up where he left off there. Uh Bateman I think is gonna be out and, and that's gonna be a big thing because he's their downfield threat. Um it, it, to me, if if you keep keep uh uh you know keep him, you know, between the tackles. You know, that, that's what we're looking with with Lamar Jackson. Keep it between the tackles, make him make reads downfield and uh you can control him. But the, the player he reminds me the most of and, and it's not just in re, re, Real a quick, takeoff, Brian, real quick, I, re, real quick, Brian. Hold up, we're out of oh, time, okay, man. Real quick, okay. Real quick, real quick. He reminds me a lot of RG three uh, until he got hurt. So if you keep him between the tackles and make sure he doesn't take off it through an a gap uh, run, uh, we got a real good chance win the game.
2: Now yeah, tell everybody one more time the audience about your page and how they can find it.
8: Uh, well, you can find my page on Facebook is uh, the Big Hitters Corner, so you can find that right on Facebook. But also the Big Blue Huddle you can find on Facebook, New York Giants. Big Blue Huddle on uh, Twitter at Big Blue Huddle, and on on the web at www.giantsfans.net. And they are tremendously intelligent and interesting people to uh, discuss football with. And, and I'm proud to be associated with the site.
2: He ain't lying. If you want to raise the IQ level of your own football team, and and, and don't you know, what I'm saying don't hear what these naysayers are saying. Go to GiantsFans.net and get you an account. You're going to get your IQ raised with those giant fans. Shout outs to Brian, man. Thank you very much. Checking in. You're going to the game of the college football year. That is, man. I wish I could go, man. That is, man. Take less, man. We'll, we'll get your thoughts, man. That's a, that's a, damn. SEC East, SEC West, Alabama, Tennessee. Shout outs to uh, Brian. Let's go to Carl. Carl, give us your final thoughts, man. And uh, great questions, man. And Anything else you want to shout out, Carl? we are get to everybody's thoughts, man.
0: Yes, a pleasant thanks, everybody, uh, once again, and we'll, we'll talk again on, uh, on Sunday. You may have noticed um, that it came out today that, according to Pro Football Focus, for those that read it like I do, the number one graded player of all the players in the NFL this season happens to be the Giants' own Andrew Thomas, who folks don't seem to talk about anymore, on this either on this program or even on TV, and that is a testament to the draft and why you should never um, ask for a player to be a plug-and-play, right away player. He had this developed. We saw his struggles in the first year and his second year. But here in year number three, he is playing like a first-team All-Pro player. And some guys just need time, and some folks don't have time. But that's what the draft is about. It's about the future and projecting forward, and the Giants have an All-Pro on their roster right now.
2: Well, I mean that's one in the that's one in the box for Mr. G. Peace. All right. Last year, uh despite the fact that the, that the world essentially closed down mid mid match, we had... Well, we gotta give one for Gettleman for that Andrew Thomas Carl. Shout out to you. Give him one for Gettelman, man. Shout out to Carl, the C notes at the C Notes on Twitter. LB Lady Blue, final thoughts. Give us like twenty seconds. I know we're out of time man.
4: Final thoughts is just let's kick ass and win. And to copy off of Bakes, I'm looking forward to seeing everybody here in Jacksonville.
2: All right. Shout out to Lady Blue. Thank you very much. And Bakes, your quick final thoughts. And if you want a quick plug promo for the events you got for the front lines real quick, uh, if you get it in 30, 45 seconds, then we go on to the next day. Cole to get their thoughts.
5: So uh, final thoughts is um, looking for another win. Um, I think we the way we're playing and we're a wild card in terms of our, our, our unpredictability and the things we do to win, I'm looking for a win. Um, in terms of our event that's coming on October 21st through the 23rd, it's going to be in Jacksonville for the game against the Jaguars. Um, we're going to have a meet and greet Friday. Uh, Saturday we're going to have community service and a uh, night meetup. And then um, Sunday we'll have a tailgate and the game. We'll have raffles and giveaways for the meet and greets. So definitely come hang out with us. A lot of folks are excited about this down in Florida. Come have a good time with us if you're down there. And uh,
3: bleed blue.
2: Bleed blue. Shout out to Bakes. Thank you very much. Uh, I got it right here on the pen. Billy
3: Bob, final thoughts, man. All right, real quick. <clears throat> My final thoughts is what are we smoking on? Opportunity. That's all I got for y'all. And whatever happens to overtime? Why we can't get overtime on this show?
2: Man, I got a Rangers game to watch, man. Now, now we, we might have to do overtime on Sunday. Let's do it on Sunday, man. I, I would have been watching the Yankees right now and the Rangers, but, nah, we'll, we'll we'll do it. Nah, I can't do it, man. I wish I had a Mike Singletary. I'm, uh, okay, so I'm, I'm, a, big, I'm a big it. overtime fan. Big overtime yeah, shoot, like shit, wait, we wait like, hey. Hold on, no, no, we can't do it this week. I don't think you were on last week. We, Carl, I think Carl was with us, right, Carl? We were literally we, on, we went on overtime for a fucking hour. A
0: hell whatever? no, no this week. Billy, we, Billy Bob we, had too so much opportunity last week. That's why he couldn't join. We what? were on for a fucking a, hour last week. Hell no, to overtime. Last
4: week.
2: Overtime was an hour. Fuck no, not this week. No. No. Okay, y'all got me. Y'all got me there. You got me. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. Absolutely not.
2: But shout out to Billy Bob. Rayson, final thoughts, man, real quick.
6: Yo, run the ball, play action. Let's get these blitzes going, Lamar contain them, and let's win this game. Bleed blue, let's go, Giants.
2: Bleed blue, let's go, Giants. Shout-outs to Ray, and let's go to Sean. Final thoughts.
7: Uh, we keep Lamar less than a hundred and running and passing and we'll definitely win the game. One, two, Daniel Jones will never be better than Trendova. Drendova D- had a better arm. It was just <laughs> a mistake from sorry, he never fumbled. That's just my opinion. Uh three right. <laughs> Uh, of course bleed blue and be happy during the season, man. Still win a record no matter what happens.
3: Shout outs to Sean
2: man and uh bleed blue, shout outs to Sean, thank you for your thoughts, man. Worm, uh, we're looking forward to your happy game day videos on Sunday in Hardcore Blue in all the groups and the Worm page. Final thoughts from you, sir, real quick, and then we're
1: out. Stadium shut and go carve up some uh, some ravens and go eat. Let's go.
2: All right, shout outs to um
1: Oh shit, did I not uh, listen,
2: I didn't say my pick on air, I don't think. I went Chiefs four, Ravens three, Eagles two, Jaguars one. I had it all written down and I for, totally forgot to even get my own picks. That's that's those are my picks. But look, we're out, man. on uh, shout outs to Carl, Lady Blue, Bakes from the Frontliners, Billy Bob, uh Rayson, uh Sean, Worm and and Brian from the Big Blue corner, big blue corner and also uh uh the big hitter corner. Uh I filled in for Chris, shout outs to Chris. Uh, he's out and about traveling, and I actually got the game on Sunday. I totally forgot tonight it was for me, man. So I hope I did you guys. I served you guys well as hosting this platform for you guys and in the roundtable and getting all these questions. I don't think we had enough time, so you pretty much extend this conversation to the Giants fans group on on Facebook to Lady Blues. Group, if you like, so we can extend that discussion and tag some uh, 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 fans to that discussion, and, and let them know how they can hear from Carl, Lady Blue, Bakes, Billy Bob. If you see the show, man, share it, put a retweet in on it, uh, share it, let everybody know that you can hear this intelligent uh, conversation with these fans, man. And we'll be back after the game on Sunday. I promise you on that. Congrats, who, ladies and gentlemen, bleed blue.
7: Can you dig it? Yeah.
6: Wait, wait.
7: Can you dig it? Can you
1: dig it?
3: <laughs> blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue, blee blue. Bleep blue.